Hello and welcome to Concert Pipeline. The Concert Pipeline. The Concert Pipeline. <laughs> Concert Pipeline. Pod. 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 <laughs> Concert Pipeline. Pod. That's Steve Jones. And that's Joe Wilson. <laughs> I also work for the children. I'm celebrating the American dream with my blood brothers on the concert pipeline. Live it up, you little monkeys. Testify, Stephen Jones. Did I or did I not remember, though? You did remember. I, I couldn't do it in the interview, but I remembered. And we should let the audience know what you remembered since this is at the beginning of the podcast. We just got done doing one of my favorite interviews ever with... Sylvan Esso, a band I really like, who Steven's now going to really like, and all of you are going to really like. What a great interview. And for if you're trying to look that up, it's two words. It's Sylvan Esso. Uh, so you're going to spell it? S-Y-L-V-A-N? E-S-S-O? Because they could spell that S-I-L-V-O-N, Sylvan Esso. I hope Google will autocorrect. I'm sure I just it really hope. What a great interview thank thank you to sylvanesso amelia and nick so much for what an awesome uh interview that was i got the opportunity to fully geek out um and when i was put i was so i was actually nervous for this interview because i really like them a lot and i was put on the spot with star trek trivia and i i blanked my mind was racing i was this has never was, happened before not with star trek trivia no episode but, episode season three episode 14 is called but so in this instance it took me a minute to sit down and kind of catch my breath and stop sweating like a motherfucker and what did i say i remembered you, the name of the breathe, daughter you reached your inner chi i did i meditated on it the and i didn't look it up the daughter's name was lol Data's daughter's name was Lol, and the episode is The Offspring. You got so, it. So now we have to go backstage. I and- have to go back and be like, I remember! <laughs> I remember! No, I think I proved my I, my nerd chevrons, oh, gosh. dude. I'm I, a sergeant I, in the nerd army. You'll hear it in the interview, but uh, yes, I, I, I was like, well, I could be downstairs watching the soundtrack for the opening band at this point because I'm so out of my element in this conversation. Steven told me to take the lead, and I did <laughs> for once. For the first time, um, what it was a fun interview though because we we only we briefly talked about music. We talked about their tour and we talked about so much good stuff and it was it was so much fun. It was what a great what a great interview. I love that. It was fun. It was great. You're happy you did it. I right? want to do it again. I want to go back there and do it again. Let's do another interview. How about if we watch their show? Well, I'm like looking forward to that even more. Because that's, that's, well, no, actually, I like talking to them a lot. I like their music, too. I don't know. It was fun. You're a happy camper tonight. I'm ecstatic. I didn't have to work a double today, which was the plan initially, and I changed it up. Saved you from a 15-hour day. You did. You changed the game, Stephen Jones. You saved me without me even knowing you were saving me. And then I didn't have to do that. And instead, I got to come down to the city, and we're going to be watching Sylvanesso perform in an hour or two here at the historic Fillmore, Fillmore Theater. Yes. Which we all know how fun that's going to be because we love yeah. the Fillmore. And as long as my car doesn't get broken into, the night will end well, right? Steven, we're not going to worry about your car getting broken into. Oh, we shouldn't have to, but that happened last time I was here. You could just carry this with you into the show, right? right? They probably won't let you. Uh, no, I doubt they'll let audio equipment in, and I probably won't have passes since we did the interview pre-show. So That's fair. 
So uh, maybe we should have just sat inside. We should have been potting upstairs during the sound check. We should have. It was kind of loud. So it was really loud. It's all right. You wouldn't have heard much. No. But then the crowd would have started and, to come in at seven. And who knows? You may not have got lol. I would have gotten it. I knew it. I knew the answer. I just couldn't. She, you know, Amelia, to her credit, was like la, like she knew it too. And I was like, no, lore. It was Data's brother. But yeah, I, I, uh, I can't believe I forgot right there. I failed. I failed in my last inter- time. I know for the last. Yeah, yep. You're kicking me off the pod. I'm out. I'm all the way out. Um, speaking of pod, you can uh, you can listen to us by following us on. Well, you can listen to things that we post and read. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to try this one again? Listen. You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, which you're probably already doing. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> and Or both. You could listen to both if you wanted to, one you in could. each year. Yeah, same time. Stream uh, both. It'd be damn impressive, wouldn't it? I'd be impressed. You should uh, tweet us if you are doing yeah, that. Yeah, you can tweet what the kids do. At the do. same time. If you you're c- listening on iTunes and on Stitcher, one in each ear at the same time, you should tweet us at that same time at Concert Pipeline. Absolutely. Or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash concert pipeline pod. That's right. Amen to that. I think that's you've pretty much said it all, Stephen Jones. I think we did. So um, so we have Sylvan SO on. We're um, going to check out their um, a song from them, I think. And, um, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, in the interview, Amelia told us not to record on our iPhone. She, she, I think she didn't want us to play bad quality music. Quite bad, I should say low fidelity music, but the quality is good. Quality's great, exactly. I had to rephrase <laughs> that. I didn't want to be insulting. Um, no, I, it would have been. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you, you'll, see, you'll get what you get. Concert pipeline audience. So don't <laughs> don't be greedy. No, they won't be. They'll love it. They're not going to be disappointed in the least. We're bringing the sweet, sweet tunes. And to you already know. Rules. I mean, we already gave you a hint. You're going to hear about Star Trek. So what's not to love? There is no, there is nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great question. What's not to love? Track, the best, the best. Um, so, without further ado, I think we should just uh, kick right into the interview with Sylvanesso. Check it out. <laughs>
Oh, are you recording already? Recording. You always do that. Yeah. He records me and then doesn't tell me about it. And then I find out later that he has me saying silly things and he holds it against me. Uh, so yeah, there's, it's good though. It keeps you honest, right? Um, so we're at the Fillmore right now. We're with Sylvan SO. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Nick. Hello. I'm Amelia. Hello. And we are so happy to be here with you guys right now. Um, so I've been a fan since I heard coffee about a year ago. And I think that's when everybody kind of started turning their heads a little bit. And you guys have been a band since 2012 um, with the, the recent exposure kind of, you know, blossoming for you guys. I know you had previous acts before. How did you guys get together though? What, what kind of brought you together and spawned Sylvan Esso? Ah, well, you see, we, I was on tour with my band Mountain Man and Nick was living in Milwaukee. 
and he was pals. He worked at and was pals with the people who book the Cactus Club, and they booked him for that show. So he was opening for Mountain Man, which is a very strange bill because Nick's solo project, Made Evoke, is kind of sad instrumental hip hop, and Mountain Man was acoustic three part harmony folk music. But we were put together all the same, at which point we realized that we were friends. So our friendship continued for a bit via the internet. You are doing a great job of this monologue. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm going. Um, Via the internet, we retweeted a lot of silly jokes that we made. Um, And then at some point, I wanted a remix for Mountain Man. Remembered Nick. Asked him. He was a bit of a slowpoke. But a year later, uh, he sent me Play It Right. The remix of Playwright, which is actually the track on our album. Everything true up to this point, Nick? Uh, I'll let the mild inconsistencies go. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He doesn't like it when I say that he took a really long time. but he No, did. that's not true. I don't mind that at all. So it did take a really long time. It fully took an incredibly long time. I was much less productive then. And I would imagine that you're being very productive now. You guys are in the middle of a tour. You just played. Yeah, I mean, there's like so many different ways of being productive. You know, I think when you do this, uh, you... It's easy for me, at least, to feel unproductive because it's really difficult to get anything done when you're on tour that isn't playing shows. But that, that said, we're still working our butts off and out here playing shows every night. So Yeah, I suppose if you consider playing shows being productive... We're super We're productive. We're really productive. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. See, Can yeah. Can we start counting that? Yeah, I mean, everyone else counts That's something, that. right? That's it's stuff. Totally. It's easy to think that you're not doing anything, though, because you're, like, swamped every day and don't have any new things to show for it. Yeah, and all you want to do is play video games. That's Which is awesome. That's what I want I mean, who doesn't like playing all video games? So I, I admit that, as a fan, I follow you guys on Facebook and social media, and uh, I, I was one of the lurkers on your reddit ask me anything so oh, nice. yeah which was really cool by the way you guys that was great i love that you guys fielded so many interesting questions and and gave them thorough answers Thanks. i felt i always felt bad we had to stop we were like oh two hours should be plenty of time and then it was like I, we could do this for hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours. Right. yeah right. when as a as an avid redditor you know uh one of the things that that community loves is whenever you guys have the inclination to feel, you know, fond over. You could always go back and just pick old ones and respond to them. <laughs> Is that a thing you can do? You can go I back to the threads. Think about I've that. never Reddited before. No. Uh, that was my only experience with Reddit ever. Okay. Well, I, I'm not a Redditor, so I just I don't, you know, follow a lot of that or anything. I, I've seen a couple of Ask Me Anything's, uh, and they're they're pretty cool. But I I'm not part of that culture. We right. could totally do that. We should. The Redditors would love it. Does it? Does that make it pop back up to a thing? Like, does it show back? Only up if people notice. Well, so so what'll happen is the person who posted the original thread, the question, it'll pop up a reply to them. So they'll have a little inbox message that's like, "Hey, replied." But then it's also part of the public record. So if you're a dork like me and you're scrolling through old posts, you can catch up on questions that didn't get answered it happens very rarely because i think most of the people who do ask me anything don't know that you could it's a message yeah, so you can yeah. just go back I that, yeah, i'd never i not even thought of that yeah we have a username now that's true we, we can do. do this right now like we I could mean, go talk about other things we could oh, we yeah. could bring up we could just discuss reddit things 
You could. If you well, you could. I mean, there's so many things to discuss so on Reddit. There's a lot of discussions. That is a deep rabbit hole, let me tell you. <laughs> Hours. I've wasted a lifetime on Reddit. My wife and I have iPads, and we lay on the couch next to each other, and it's like very little conversation. Your daughter's Star we Trek, find. right? So. Well, the Star Trek is my thing. She yeah, just puts sure. up with it. Well, so no. Okay, so all right. Well, you guys are opening. The, I was going to ask you this first, so I'm glad you guys you guys got the alpha strike here on me. Um, so I'm a TNG guy because of John Luke Picard. However, uh, Deep Space Nine is the best Star Trek. It is the best. It is Trek at its best. See, we keep he- so we haven't dipped into we haven't the, dipped into, into the, the DSN. Space Nine. And a lot of people uh, haven't. Yeah, I, f- I mean, maybe that's something we should do on this tour now. So I'll tell you. I'm, I'm, I miss it. Like I want to go back and just start Next Generation again from you the should. beginning now. I've done it I just started. So I be, up until like a month and a half ago, um, I had never seen probably an episode of Star Trek ever. Shame or, on not you. Not a movie, nothing, right? Yeah. And uh, and after, um, what's his name? Leonard Nimoy died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talked about what's him. his name? How dare you? Well, it took me a second. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I have to leave now. <laughs> After he, he died, we talked about him a little uh, a bit on the podcast and about and brought it up and I was like, okay, I think I'm at a point where I can start this. You know, I wasn't ready to get to that level of nerdom, and so now I'm a season and a half in, almost two seasons into it's so good into it's Next so Generation. Good. So and also you're still in the like weird phase where Next Generation's figuring out what show it's going to be. Yeah, season three is where it really starts hitting. That's side. what Joe said. Yeah. This was that's what I did with Nick because Nick had never seen TNG. So yeah, I, to yeah TNG. so I just skipped him to we started. We, we watched the, the pilot. F- we watched the pilot and then, then skipped to season skipped four. To season four. Yeah. Smart. And yeah. watched you came in it. So if you came in at season four, the first, or the second episode you saw was the second part of Best of Both Worlds, where yes. Picard is still cute as a Borg. Wait, no, we did no, season three no, then season because okay, that, okay. that the end no, of the first season. No, you can't. You can't start. Was, you can't was, start. Yeah. With I was gonna say you jumped into the middle of the best two part. No, okay. But three is the appropriate one. So yeah, I, when everyone, I was, everyone's cozy in their roles. Right, right. Pulaski's gone. Yeah. Crusher's we're back. The, we've gotten rid of the people that they thought were going to be stars that weren't. Yeah, like, Pulaski. Like what a weird choice. Yeah, she wasn't good. She was. Well, the thing. Yeah, I could. Because they know. wanted they wanted Picard to have a love interest, right? Correct. And they also wanted to involve. She was a very veteran actress. Like she had a great pedigree. She had been in films and stuff. Uh, earlier in her career that was she was a notable actress so she was bringing credibility to the show yeah. but it ended up being that nobody was interested in her character because she was kind of a pain in the ass she was a dick to data is what it was yeah. she was mean to data she was mean to data yeah and so i didn't uh, nobody dug that my favorite my wife's favorite character is data so she was like oh data. i mean yeah. i love data i love i love data so much what's, that, what's the amazing episode when Data builds his child, what's her name? Yeah, L- 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 no, no, Laura. Laura is her is his brother. Yeah, the, not Laura. The daughter is. Uh, wow, uh, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, Joe, and I'm good. Wow. He, I, when I say I'm good, I mean I'm good. I got it. I. One of the most beautiful episodes. It's so good. It's so good. And Trek is amazing. So, so I take it then we're all Trekkers. Are we now that this episode seven trailer has come out? Are we Star Wars fans also? Why? Why must you choose? Well, Which, I mean, for me, there can only there can be only one. JJ Abrams well, brings it? them all together, right? Yeah, so this is not. He this combines is not both Highlander, worlds. You know, you can only like one thing with Star. In its I don't think that that's true. I also I like agree. the Cosmos, which is basically Star something, just stars. The original or the remake? I've never seen the remake. The OG is my jam. They're both so good, though. Carl I Sagan's heard, the shit. I heard really good things about the Neil deGrasse Tyson version. It's awesome. 
it's really really good like okay. i was an you know i was kind of i was going to be like no and not watch it but i, I gave in and i really liked it yeah. I, but it doesn't have that like soporific right. carl sagan thing going right to be honest i think i mainly didn't watch it uh, because I had just tried to listen to his podcast. Oh, okay. And I, no disrespect. No, no, to Neil I'm with Tyson, you. But I was really not, I was so excited to listen to his podcast, and I was like so not into it. I was I'd, bummed too. Yeah, yep, me, not, me too. Not my jam. But I then realized, like, I am not the person this podcast is for. Right. This is, I, I, I can see exactly who it's for, and it's just super not me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he's going to get a late night show, though, right? George Takai, first night. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be good. So, well, so then, okay, so I love Trek and Star Trek equally. The thing is, Star Star Wars. I'm sorry, I said Trek and yeah. anyway. Oh. Uh, so, so I loved Star Wars. Was my first love though. So, like when I was a kid, it was like, oh, this is amazing. But then I realized as I grew older that it was kind of like vapid in so much that it the characters were not well developed and they followed basic archetypes and. It's a different. I mean, it's. I mean, so are the characters in the Bible. <laughs> also, if you compare any three, no comment. Any three Star Trek movies to those three, I don't think the Star Trek movies hold up. I agree. Nearly as well, and that means we're comparing three movies to seven seasons of one of the best shows that was ever on television. Right. I mean, you kind of can't mess with that kind of arc. And that's, time for time, I think Star Wars does its job. Agreed. Agreed. Truth. Truth. Agreed. Um, wait, so then, okay, so then last Trek question have to know. Best Trek movie. I'm going to I'm gonna piss some people off. Those new ones. I love. Oh, I God. love the new ones. I'm so down. Really? I do, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I died a little inside. I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, no, no, they're so good. I, I thought yeah. I was going to hate them. Yeah, they're charming. They're charming in their own way. And they're the most, the most recent you know, or I, they feed me in a new way. There's yeah, that one. Yeah. I forget the one. You know, the one with the queen. Are you talking about the oh oh, oh uh, board queen? So first contact. Yeah. For the TNG films. Yeah. I liked that. One. I, you know, interestingly enough, I like TNG. So so TNG is like obviously the best Star Trek, but I like Deep Space Nine the most because of the character development and the ensemble cast. However. The original cast movies are the ones that I grew up watching. You so like I'm the whale one. Too. The Voyage Home is a great eighties movie. I like I like the whale one too. I'm, yeah. so, I'm just so far out of this conversation. <laughs> I, I might as well be downstairs watching soundcheck. No, no. You have a lot of work to do. Yeah, you got to catch up I here, man. Only, I, I started. That's a that's that's a breakthrough, right? Yes. We've I mean, been. I fr- love this, this nerd and I have been friends for over a decade, and I've never picked up one episode, and you which you wouldn't believe after hearing this guy, right? I've never had a need to, to go there. It's good, and you're almost you're almost out of the woods. But soon you will you will truly see the light. Yes. On on TNT. Yeah, if you're in a season and a half in, you're, you've yeah. been through the sketchiest parts of the show. Yeah. It's just smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah, totally. But old movies, though, I think Wrath of Khan is probably my favorite of the old movies. But that's like a gimme answer. I need right. to go. I need to go back to Wrath of Khan. I never watched it. Let's uh, let's it's so good. It, especially now that they're bringing Khan back. Right. Truth. Right. I of that beautiful, beautiful man. Ah, uh, he's so, so hot. He's so I love Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> he's I love like him. Handsomer than the old con. Have you random question? You guys are gonna love this. Have you seen him do the imaging for Smaug when he did the acting for it? He did the voice yeah. acting. He there's a video of him online where he's doing like faces and he's down 
on the ground, serpentine style Whoa. acting. It's so awesome. It is yeah. so awesome. I didn't even. I didn't even know he was the voice of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were not good. Yeah, I not good. We just. I just skipped him. Worth skipping. I loved the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so much, great films. Yeah. The Hobbit was not a three-part book. Like it just didn't work. Yeah, it was too team. much. It's it weird. So many liberties. It was uh, hard for a fan to sit through it because it was like. Uh, yeah, and there's also a certain point where, like with the Lord of the Rings, I totally understand the giant inflated budget and right. all that. And it actually wasn't even that inflated of a budget, but they made it work. Right. You know, and by the end, like by the end, they really had the money to throw around. Yes. But with the Hobbit movies, it's like, man, you're just like, you're, yeah, you're taking some serious liberties. Yeah. Like, how yeah. many, you know? And it was bad. Yeah, how many people in New Zealand could you have fed with that food? Like, <laughs> I think that, I think they boosted the economy of New Zealand. They held it up. Did they? They were like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, it was seriously, it was a percentage of the GDP that was significant. It was like two percent or <laughs> That's something. Awesome. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, okay, so so then I'll go back, tying all the way back to the question I wanted to ask. And they asked me anything you guys had. Well, no, I wanted to ask all those questions yeah, yeah. too. Right, right. No, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. No, that was fun. I love I love finding fellow geeks to geek out with, uh, especially on the Trek. So good on both of you. Um, but on this Sylvan Esso uh, topic, they asked you what your name was derived from and you guys said it was from a video game, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the Sylvan part I got, what does the Esso come from? Oh, Esso just sounds really good. <laughs> we got a wink there. Okay, <laughs> that means you're not getting a concert pipeline directed at me, not you. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. I uh, I do think it sounds good. Just disrespected the sanctity of podcasting. <laughs> Sorry, podcasting is a non-wink medium. Yeah. I feel like you're. Yeah, it's true. It was for us only. <laughs> That's cool. Well, we translated it for them. Uh, <laughs> they, they can only imagine how great the wink was. Yeah, exactly. The whole room lit up. Um, so, so okay. So I love, I love that you guys are also, you know, in reading your Ask Me Anything, kind of discovering that you guys are avid uh, readers, and you know, we came in and you started spitting book titles at us that your mom has sent you for the tour, and so I, I have to know. Thanks, mom. Which, yeah, shout out to the moms. Uh, that's so awesome. Um, what uh, what are your favorite books then? A couple, just easy ones, I guess. Um, probably okay. Um, my favorite book is a play that was made for radio that Dylan Thomas wrote called Under Milkwood. It was the last thing that he wrote before he died, and it was the most beautiful, beautiful radio play. That's awesome. I would yeah. love to check that out. Mine, mine are less cool. Uh, I, well, right now, my mom just got me a Kindle, nice. which is, awesome. I never thought I'd be a guy sitting at a coffee shop reading a Kindle, right. but I'm like 32 and that guy now, so guy. just kind of embracing <laughs> it. Um, but so that has led me to uh, redoing a bunch of stuff. So I'm rereading the George R. R. Martin books for like the fourth time. Um, and uh, so yeah I'm just, just about through with those and I'm rereading the those two Krakauer books hmm. the uh, um, Under the Banner of Heaven okay uh, which have you guys read that? I have not it's really it's really interesting it's uh, it's basically a history of, of Mormonism in America it's it's all set in relationship to these two I would love to read that these these murders that happened and so it's this this dual 
thing. It's a it's a fascinating book. Okay, that I think is I would totally recommend. I'm totally gonna read it. My wife um, was raised Mormon, is no longer, and we just saw the Book of Mormon last week. So I'm oh, on this Mormon, she high would right be now. she would be super she into it, it then because it's it provides. I mean, she probably I I am not at all religious, but religion as a desire fascinates me. Mm-hmm. I'm like really into it and into the idea of it. Um, so uh, I read a lot of books about stuff like that. Uh, but this nice. one was pr- it was like. You guys would be super into it. It's such a great book and, and, and showed me a bunch of things I didn't know. It's a fascinating history. Uh, so that, and then he also did this one called Into Thin Air, which is uh, uh, an account of, he had been hired by Outside Magazine, I think, to mm-hmm. uh, do an article on the commercialization of climbing Mount Everest. Okay. And on, so he goes to Mount Everest with this commercial expedition and is writing this article, and it's like completely disastrous, and half of the party dies. Oh God! And so it's his Ow. recount of that, is simultaneously with like the history of the commercialization of Mount Everest. So it's this insane, yeah. So which is those, a crazy two, thing in and of itself. Yeah, like, I mean, what? and it's it's nice. It, it's really, it's really beautiful and really complicated. Yeah, and uh, just a part of the world. Like I have no interest in climbing no, mountains. No, so never. <laughs> uh, it's like a fascinating. I like hiking down into canyons. I don't. The other way, I don't have any. If I can't breathe, it's like there's no. <laughs> there's no reward. I want, I want to be able to like make a fire yeah. and like, <laughs> you know, boil water and read a book. Uh, yeah. Kindly. Kind, read Kindly. Take the Kindly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's I'm righteous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so tell us about kind of uh, making your your album that you have and um, and how the tour has been going, all that. You know. Getting back to music. And where did, how did you guys break? Because I don't remember how I learned about you. It was, I think it was Pitchfork, to be honest. But Really? They well, did not like us. Pitchfork. I think it was Pitchfork. <laughs> they don't well, like first of all, I don't, don't listen like to any them. of the yeah, shit they right, say because yeah. they're assholes. Yeah. But I read all their stuff because they have good you guys I'd never heard of and on yeah. the radar. So, um, what, I, that don't, I don't know if we, like, broke. I know it sounds weird because, like, but from our perspective, it's been this, like, I mean, we've been on tour for like 20 months, yeah. so it's just kind of been this slow, incremental uh, rise, and and no part of it felt like, a, oh, well, then we played in front of Motley Cruz manager, and everything took off, you know, like, there's no, like, bullshit moment like that. Right. Yeah. Um, we've had a number of, like, big things happen, like, we got to play The Tonight Show, right? Um, which was a big step. Uh we did Conan. We did yes. Conan. We Sirius XMU has always been super, super. Yeah, awesome, NPR was really great to us when record came out. That's it. That's, that's where I heard of you guys. I remember now. I read it on the, the NPR. Yeah, one of their main writers, this guy Stephen, is a, a beautiful writer. I don't just say that because he like liked our record. Like mm-hmm. his music reviews are like really thoughtful. They're really good. Yeah. And uh, he was the first person who reviewed our record that I. Uh, it was like, oh, he actually like. Got it. Right. And also, I like never read reviews, so somebody was like, "This one's actually really good. Like, yeah. you should, you should." This guy figured figured it out, and so. Uh, so it was a pat on the back for once, instead of like that, like, beat down. Because I, we, I well, don't like reviewers either. Yeah, no, I mean, I, not even suck. that. It's just like as a as a musician, I think it's really easy to want to uh, get affirmation by reading that stuff, mm. but it never 
does any creative person any good, I don't think. No. I, like it, it's it either is like, hey, great job, and then you're like, oh, I'm awesome, and nothing happens, or it's <laughs> like, hey, that was terrible, and then you're like, oh, I feel bad now, and then nothing happens. So yeah, that's the, that's the other. It's like if it's the bad now, if it's the I feel bad now, that just sticks on you for days. Right. Whereas like the you're awesome things doesn't. Like, so it true. just doesn't, yeah, doesn't feel it. Yeah, yeah. right. I run, uh, I run restaurants for a living, and Yelp is the open forum for every mm-hmm. critic who's ever walked the face of the earth. And it's like, like I go to work. Do Yelp yeah, I like kill myself at work. And I'm like, you know, I'll go around to my staff and I'll be like, we killed it. Great job today, guys. And then I'll get on Yelp that night, and it's like, somebody's like, one star. No, do you check You're, Yelp every night? So I don't, because I know it's bad for my psyche, because it yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't want to go near that. You lost no gain, right? You don't. Yeah. You see the five star, and you're not, you're not like, ooh, you know? Mm-hmm. And you see the one star, and all it does is frustrate you, so there's no positivity That's, there. We, as a bartender, I would check it occasionally, mm-hmm. mainly because I would be like, that's one scenario where you could learn something from a bad Yelp review that would change what you did. You'd be like, this is true. oh, that's right. I meant to, that's, I fucked that up. Like, right. I should, I should do this whole system this way and then that would never happen to anyone ever again. Right. Whereas with band stuff, I would hate for any review ever to change the way some creative person did what they did. Yes. I and completely I, agree. You know, like that wouldn't be being true to the art and yourself and why you why you got into it in the first place. Like, like if yeah, so, I, if you're doing it to impress someone else, right? It, it just it, there's so many negative things I think that that means. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, completely. I agree. Also something else, we rely on Yelp all the time because yeah. because we're constantly in new cities Industry and we're standard. in areas that yeah. we don't know you know yeah. we don't know where anything is and you can always tell the one star reviewers usually ordered the stupidest thing on the menu <laughs> like you can always or like whenever every now and right. then when my when my eyes do drift to that part where there's someone like I ordered the California roll with extra cream cheese and there wasn't enough cream cheese Gross. you know and you're like yeah. you're yeah you're, a, you're an awful person. You're doing a bad like, job of living. Yeah. Don't order that. <laughs> or like the food was great, but first they brought out Diet Coke instead of Coke. Two stars. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Taking you down. Like, what? Have yeah. you guys been on my Yelp page recently? Is that... Is that is no, I mean... No, exactly. Exactly. It's the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it is. Um, we have a couple minutes left with you, so I want to ask you a couple music-type questions. Um, oh, you played Coachella the past couple weekends. Tell me yeah. about Coachella. Like, how was that experience? Oh. So many crop tops in the dirt. <laughs> so much chest double. Um, it's, uh, yeah. There you go. That's it. And, you know, I mean, it's like it's the biggest it. music festival. It was crazy. Great playing it is fucking crazy. Because, yeah. like, it's like, you know, we played it, like, just about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, and you walk on and there's like 8,000 fucking people standing in front of you just like ready to have a great time you know so it's yeah. this insane every band is like the most fun thing you can play at least for us it's I mean a total like gimme putt yeah. Um, yeah. but it's the biggest music festival so there's this like there's all the good that comes with that and then there's all of the terrible terrible things that come <laughs> with that like you just have your faith ruined in humanity you're like right we're not going to make it as a species. There's yeah. too many of us and we're all assholes and like Yeah, and you're watching you're watching like really beautiful teenagers just throw five plastic bottles on the ground. Oh god. You know, and, yeah. and like or, Yeah, and then and then you're so you're like everything's the 
worst. <laughs> and then you're like, I guess I'll go see Ryan Adams. And then he gets up there and you're just like, everything's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, there is beauty and light. And like music is the answer and it's bringing us together. Yeah. And everyone in this field knows. Yeah. And they do know. And, yeah, and then you leave and watch a girl in a flat brim hat puke into a planter, and you're like, oh, everything's yeah. the worst again. And like, yeah. yeah. So there's a dichotomy. Yeah, my boyfriend's like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be late. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, awesome. it's the good and the bad. Yeah. We're going to uh, miss Drake. Duh. Our, our lighting guy, the, the, my favorite story of the whole weekend, though, is that our lighting guy, who's who's never toured before, this is his first big tour with us this, this spring. He's. Uh, um, his name's Zach, and he's a his genius. His name's Zach. He's a genius. We're, like, so stoked he's out. But of all of us, he's the one who physically bumped into Kanye West. Oh, <laughs> of course, right? He like, he's, like, like, looking down, like, thinking Zach thoughts, like, thinking over some way to make our lighting show better, probably, because he's always, like, thinking about how to do, like, a cooler job. And then bumps into this guy. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And the guy keeps walking and looks back at him, and he's like, oh, that was Kanye, Kanye was walking through the crowd. Like, is that safe? Yeah, no, he was. He was like walking in the like backstage area. Yeah, between, yeah. Okay. safe. Meridian okay. and the stage. Like, uh-huh. he said he came straight out group. from the crowd though. Like, he had just crossed the field. No, he, he had crossed in front of the stage. Oh, okay, like, yeah, in right. the, Where the the photo pit. This guy showed me a, to see him. This guy showed me a couple weeks ago on the podcast. He's like, go to loser.com and it reroutes to Kanye West's uh, uh, Wikipedia page. No. Come on. I'm, I'm mean. Yes. That's so mean. Also, <laughs> like, Kanye's you could not like him if you want, but he definitely isn't losing. No, no, yeah, he's, no. he's winning. Yeah, yeah. I give him credit. He's winning. Yeah. Also, that takes a lot of commitment. That person right, obviously yeah. thinks yeah. some pretty dark thoughts. Also, how are you sitting on loser.com? Yeah, right? right? right. Like, right. that that's the best idea you had for that, and you somehow <laughs> own loser.com? Like, I'm pissed at you. Internet haters. Give yeah. me that domain name. I'll yeah, do something awesome. Yeah, something stop better, bo- right? yeah stop bogarting <laughs> the domain. That's yeah. a brilliant domain. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the... I guess I'm one of the Kanye haters, but it's only because I liked him so much in the beginning and was like one of those people who was like, this guy is going to change music. And he did. And it wasn't, in my opinion at this point, for the better. But I can't tell if he's doing the, ha- like he's playing a heel. You know what I mean? Oh, like if he's just yes. like, I'm, I'm owning the asshole part because people will pay attention to me. Or if he's genuinely... I don't know, I I don't know him personally, so it's hard for me. To, I, it's not fair to call him an asshole. Let me put me it that neither. way. Me neither. I have I have friends who've worked with him, and they said he was like awesome. To really work with. nice guy. Um, yeah, and well, just like a constant like fountain of creativity. Perfect. Right, right. Professional in his. Yeah, yeah. just great. Um, I but like it. but I I mean like I think that he's he's a polarizing figure, and I think that there aren't yes. enough of those in pop music. Which is like, whether you like or don't like what he does to music, I think that he, like, forces you to take a stand on something, with, true. which no other pop stars do. It's like, it's true. I love Katy Perry, but he's basically the opposite of Katy Perry. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah. And we need the opposite of Katy yeah. Perry. We need somebody, like, everyone was a little surprised when Beck won that Grammy. Right. You know? And, like, somebody should but some be of the us person to kind of say that. You know? <laughs> no, no, that's true. That's true. Because if nobody says it, we all just, it just slowly, we slowly reach the the bottom, the lowest common denominator. Right. Well, that's pop music, unfortunately. I think when you have someone like Kanye doing stuff, mm. he keeps pushing it. Whether you're into it or not, I think he keeps pushing no, it. No, that's forward. true. And he does. Are, he yeah, does. And there are sparks of the non 
lowest common denominator. You know, there is there is definitely some pop music that's created to just appeal to everyone. Yes. And that leads to some pretty washed out right tunes. Hard to listen to stuff. Yeah, or hard to listen to or just just empty. Yeah. But yes. there's also some really incredibly fun stuff coming oh, yeah. up. Like, Don't get me wrong, I love pop music. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm bad. I mean, we regard. consider ourselves a pop band. I mean, like yeah, I would, I, I would say, know, yeah, the, the, yeah. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff going on, whether or not it's on the radio right now. Even on the radio, like I think Pharrell is like, yeah, almost just now hitting his stride. I thought all the Neptune, right. the Neptune did a rap and like the early aughts was amazing, but yes. like I feel like it took a lull and now he's doing it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I agree. Though the lyrics for Happy are really distressing to me. They yeah, are. but you're only listening to it for the harmonies in that chorus. It's true. Yeah, it's just for the harmonies in the chorus, which are really... <laughs> I mean, that's like yeah. a fucking... I love that thing. Yeah. But also, like, if you were a room without a roof, would you clap? I do hate that lyric. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what a room yeah, without a, a roof one. feels like. Yeah. I don't even know you what You mean you want to raise... There's like so many mixed metaphors. What does it mean, right? Or is this is this the house whose roof is on fire that's now just burnt out? <laughs> or is this the house whose roof was raised, either yeah. Z-E-D or A-I-S-E-D? Uh, no. Either way, it's like yeah, gone now. Yeah, but if now. you raise the roof, then it's just going to fall back down. This is like a house with its roof ripped <laughs> 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 Oh or the the roof was blown. Let's blow the roof off. Oh, yes. blow the or tear, the roof is torn off. The roof is torn off. Yeah, tear the roof off the sucker. Yeah, that yeah. That might be what he. That might be what he meant. But like, know. what does a room without a roof? I don't know what that feels like. Like rainy? I don't know. Like an atrium? Yeah, kind of moldy. Not Damn. happy though. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely like, post party. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Next morning kind of thing. Speaking of party, so your 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 music video for for uh, coffee I is kind it. of like this. It's this. It's it feels like you're at, you know, every high school or college party that ever was. And BT Dub love the dance moves at the end of the video, hey, killing it. Love it. Um, I also like the throwback reference to uh, my baby does the hanky panky. That's like what? I, that's a '60s song, isn't it? Like that's yeah. old school. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that when I was a kid, and I was like, you know. Holy shit. Like, I, I heard that again, and I was like, it tripped me out because it was so... It just pulls memories from your childhood out of nowhere and puts it into that, you know, that place in that time, so... But what what inspired that video? Was it was that what you guys were trying to capture? I wrote it. You did? Yeah. Awesome. Um, nice. Just all the different parties. Yeah. All the stories. And yeah, all the different parties and, and the idea. I really did want to have, like, the American bandstand lineup. Yes. For the my baby does the hanky panky. <laughs> that would have been which awesome. To me, it was really fun, and like no one knows what it is. Ah. But <laughs> stroll. Yeah, it's the stroll. Um. Yeah, it's a Goldilocks of, of dance parties. Yeah. Goldilocks adventure. It's cool. I dig it. I like the guy running and jumping over the fire, and then I really, I really like. I was really. That, was that Thomas? I think it's Tom, yeah. Yeah. One of your, all one of you guys our friends? friends. All of our friends are in that video. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you guys shot it back home then. Yeah, we shot. Yeah, we all, shot it well, at the, the Dreamy Bruises only did in Wisconsin, but yeah. Yeah, the house, uh, the house that like the gross college, the red cup parties in. Yeah. That's the house we live in. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. So yeah. you guys are roommates? Yeah. 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 Us, we live in a, like a big music house with like, there's it's like six of us all together. So. We're well, you're never home, right? So. No. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's in this reason. bird sanctuary. Really? That's the thing. It's all touring people. So yeah. it's like. There's between one and six people there at any given time. Vagabonds. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's cheap. Yep. yep. It's really yep. cheap. 
I dig it. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll let you guys get back to relaxing before the show. But uh, I guess kind of my, my final question, uh, I hate to try to put a point on it, but um, what what's the plan for the next album? When When's the next release? When are we getting new stuff? As a consumer, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm glad that you're excited to consume. <laughs> That's what we do best. That's one of humans' best qualities. Humans are well, so good at that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we need time. Um, we need time. Yeah, We're working on it. We yeah, have a we, bunch of stuff. Yeah, we've got little, little seedling guys. But also, you know, like, I'm just... It's really easy to get stressed out about it. And right now, I'm just embracing the fact that if I were to write an album's worth of lyrics and melodies right now, they would all be like, I'm sitting in a room songs, I'm frustrated because I have no alone time songs, songs about taking photos, and probably songs about highways. That, that's like pretty much all they would be about, which could be fun, <laughs> but, but it would be great to have some other things to write about as yeah. well. So do you need like space after tour just to kind of sit and kind of like pull these ideas together uh, to be able to formulate um, a new album and everything? Yeah, and you got to sponge. You got to like, yeah. you like be a live person. in the world again. Because all of a sudden our lives are really extraordinary. Yeah. We, we live in a way that very few people right. live now. Machine status. It's just like town to town, show to show. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have breaks, really. Yeah. You guys are so upbeat for 20 months on the road, though. Yeah, we love. I mean, we love doing this. It's yeah. the best it's thing. It's the coolest job ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, Amelia, Nick, thank you guys for taking the time and uh, check out Sylvanessa. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do a couple of songs from the show. Hopefully, nobody kicks us out. I guess you're gonna use your iPhone, right? This day and age. Are you gonna record? Like, hold up the iPhone while we're playing? Yeah, I don't even think he has to hold it up. I think he can just do it in his pocket. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't you dare. Yeah. Put the phone away. Put the phone away. (laughs) All right. Right on. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So that was the interview with Sylvanessa. That was so much fun. Thank you guys again for doing that interview because it, uh, it made my week right there. Good times. It did. And... Um, and I think we should listen to one or two more songs from Sylvanessa. What do you think? You know me, I'm in. You're in. And you had a great time at their show, right? Loved it. Loved it. I, I No, I feel like, no, we're pulling the wool over their eyes, Stephen Jones. We haven't gotten into the show yet. We're recording uh, fresh off the interview. Keep it real. Yeah, setting in the mean streets of, of uh, San Francisco in my 2000 Chevy Impala. Um just waiting, waiting for the show to start. I'm giddy. I want to get in there and watch. We got a ways to go, though. It's early. The night is young, and the show will not be commencing for a while. I mean, there's a lot of excitement to be had even before the show. I mean, there's a Taco Bell with KFC right there. I mean, we our bowels can explode. It, it'll be great. Right. We can get somebody to massage them afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, if we've got KFC, and then it says Taco Bell on the right, and in the middle it says Hungry. 
But it's in it's a gray, like a drab gray color in between the red and purple. And I feel when with that hungry there in the middle, it's like two two kids like pulling at you, like, Dad, I want to go to the zoo. No, we're going to the library. No, Dad, you said we'd go to the zoo. They're pulling at each arm, and you're like, which do I want? Do I want Taco Bell or KFC? I don't even have to decide. Kids, we can go to the library and the zoo. They have a zoo at the library. <laughs> I, that's what I feel like right there, right? I don't know what that's like yet. You have two kids. You have one that could pull on each arm. I, on the other hand, have two cats, and they both... Uh, scratch at each arm. They scratch at each other. They're pretty good to me. I guess I have a few scratches on me. Not too many. I'm going to go back in and keep interviewing Sylvanesso and ask them if they're cat or dog people. So much to know. So many things I so, want to know. So much surface you have to be scratched. Yes. Ah, not by cats, though. No. Maybe by dogs. Um, no, yeah, I mean, we're there's a lacrosse game going on nearby. Uh, there's a there's a park right next to us. That's empty. Have you noticed that there's like it's like the pl- there's plastic wrap all over the toy like the um, play structure. I don't know if that's supposed to be a deterrent or an attractor. My daughter likes plastic wrap. I mean, she likes bubble wrap. Yeah, but it's dangerous. Oh, for kids. Oh yes, right. Kids don't go near the plastic wrapped uh, toy structures. Right. It's weird. I don't know. I'm looking over there. There's like a chains are all wound up on the uh, swings. I don't know. It's weird. two chains? It's such a nice park, though. Just not getting used. It's so sad. That's bizarre. They they wrapped it up and they're like, nope, sorry, guys. Maybe it's new. The wood looks pretty new, actually. It hasn't been tagged yet. So, and we're right outside the Fillmore at Fillmore and Geary. So, I mean, that's probably days until that'll be tagged. And next time we come to the show at the Fillmore, get tagged tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, we can't wait. They just installed the structure today. We'll come out after the show, and it'll be all tagged up. God, is there anything worse than tagging? I don't think so. I think it's no, it's a, so lame. You know, I get it. Graffiti writers write it for other graffiti writers. And I can't read it. That's that's got to be brand new, right? I mean, that's that is be. brand new. Yes. I think so. That that's, that's why it's saran wrapped. Yeah, there's saran wrap all over it. But you know, not because they're sh- trying to keep. Would you want to go play on the structure, Stephen? I think we need to break it in. right? I think we should go tear <laughs> the saran wrap off, off the structure. I want to go down that slide. That slide looks fun. Uh, and we should ride it before it gets tagged up. We should before there's needles on it and stuff. Yeah, we can. We can go down the slide together. Yeah, it'll be great. What? 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 What'd you say? Why would we go down together? It's not wide enough for us to go side by side. I'm sure shit not going in between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa, letting you ride <laughs> right up front. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, Joe, you like the caboose. I like the caboose. Like your your caboose or I, I like know. to be the caboose? You like to be the caboose. Uh, I do like to be the big spoon, <laughs> but with my wife and occasionally one of my cats when he can't get away from me. Uh <laughs> But no, I, I don't, I'm not going to go down the slide with you. We can go down it in sequence. You can go first and then I'll go. I guess I, that'll have to do. You have to show me it's safe before I go. <laughs> I'm scared. The saran wrap is kind of scary. I eight, agree. Eight, I think it, it's like it, eight or it, nine. It kind of feels like Dexter's uh, lab. Not his lab. lab? Dexter's lab. What? <laughs> Dexter's laboratory. What? <laughs> Different show. Right, uh, other Dexter. <laughs> other Dexter. Wouldn't it be great if at one point in that show, Dexter had said, welcome to my laboratory? <laughs> that would have been a better ending than how it ended. I didn't know. Didn't I don't know. know, know. No, 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 no. I didn't watch Past the you're John not gonna, Lithgow. You say, no, 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 like shh, you're, you're going to watch. Stop. You're not going to watch. I will. I didn't see Past the John Lithgow season, so I'm sure I'll come back That's to it. season three. And, uh, it was so good. No, that was four. 
Okay. Yeah. You, there are eight seasons. There's a long way to go. Uh, I highly doubt you're going to oh go and find out that no. at the end. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go back until I'm done with Mash, bro. And there there's a lot, lot you're going to watch. We're on season four of Mash right now, and it's amazing. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think I ever want to watch anything ever again other than Mash. Uh-huh. Daredevil's pretty good though. It, no spoilers. You, have spoilers. You not no it spoilers. Yet? Yeah, we we. I like to savor. My wife and I enjoy. Oh. We don't binge watch anymore. Because it's not as fun. You forget things. We've we like we watched Breaking Bad in like a month, and now we come back to it, and I try to remember what happened. And I'm like, I don't really remember too much about the show. I watched it too quickly. I didn't absorb. I just was like, next episode, next episode. Um, then it's all fresh though. I mean, you're like a part of the story. It's like a 12 hour movie all in one. But it's not good for details. It's not good for remembering plot points and developments of characters. It's it's not good storytelling, honestly. It's not idealized storytelling, I should say. I don't I I just I think that in the long format there you have the ability to binge watch, but you shouldn't because it takes away from the overall aesthetic of the show. Because let's face it, if you're watching 4 hours straight of Daredevil, you're not wrapped uh, through the entire thing. You lose it. Like probably halfway through the second episode, you're like, eh, and you kind of flag, and you like, you know, mess around on your iPad, or you're playing with uh, your phone, or you're doing something else, and then you come back to it, and yeah, you're watching, and you get most of what's happening, but you miss that really great moment where he delivered that one hilarious line that you never heard because you weren't really watching. That's I feel like I missed a lot of that stuff. I'm sorry, man. You don't need to apologize. I mean, you could always go back and binge watch it again. Yeah, but, exactly. But then it's like, you know, again, it feels hollow. I'm sorry. What episode are you on? Of Daredevil? Yeah. Five. Mm, okay, slow and steady. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're, we're mixing it. We're mixing yeah. it up. We got Daredevil, Man. MASH, uh, Always Sunny is always in the rotation. Yep. Even though you've watched it six times. Tony Bourdain mm, with yep. uh, The Layover, which mm. is really good. Um. Jackie watches like Chopped and Master Chef and shit. I can't watch that shit. No. no, they're bad. They're bad. It's like, bad reality TV, is what it is. As much as I want to watch it because I like the culinary aspect of it, I hate watching people talking to the camera and go, "I was really nervous and it was scary and uh, it feels bad." You know, it doesn't yeah. feel good. Um, what else are we watching? What else are we watching? I'm trying to remember. There's a, there's a couple other gems in there, and I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, The Office. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's so You're good. Catching up. Catching up. Yep. It's my first time through, and we're about halfway through season four. Um, and it's so good. It's so good. I still hate Michael Scott, yeah. though. I, I don't think I'll ever like him. He's too selfish. I don't know. What do you think of Michael Scott? I, I just, I don't see it, you know, in that light. Like, I, I'm like, okay, he's he's funny. That's, that's as far as I go with it. You know, is uh, Steve Carell is funny and there's a scene that it was in one of the most recent episodes. As far as actually being an actual person or anything, you know, no, I don't want to get invested in that way with Michael Scott. I guess I can't help but like you're supposed to feel like he's innocent about his stupidity, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's not. He's malicious, and it bugs me. There's a scene though where Pam finds out that Michael is dating. Uh, her mom and the face that Michael's remember, making when yeah. he's like he's like nodding is <laughs> oh my god he made the face of somebody you would believe is like slightly handicapped like he's mentally retarded it's so good uh, I love it I wish I could make that face I'd make it all the time 
You make that face sometimes, but you do it intentionally. There it is. That's the face. <laughs> That's the face right there. Um, man, what else? What else is going on, man? We're here in San Francisco. I'm ready for the show, man. I know that we're pretending we pretended earlier for a minute that we were done with the show, but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, that's all I want to do. Blew right the smoke now. out of that curtain. Or what? Smoke off that chimney. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know. What? What aphorism are you butchering now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We need to move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Take us somewhere else, Stephen Jones. Oh my goodness. You okay over there? I'm fine. <laughs> I dropped my iced tea. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, so we're going to listen to a couple of songs right now by yes. Sylvanesso. Let's check that out. All right. Hey. Hey. I'm Amelia. I'm Nick. You're listening to Concert Pipeline. We're Sylvanesso. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> that was incredible. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? Spotty. How dare you? You better delete that. You better start it now.
right, so that was uh, Sylvanesso. And our next segment, Joe, is one that we have reoccurring leading up to little festival that's in Napa. Just a little bottle rock action for you folks. Yeah, a couple of bands, local bands, are going to be coming to Napa, which we're we're lucky to have a band coming to Napa, right? Many bands coming to Napa. Oh, we're lucky to have many, all these many bands. bands. Seven, Seventy bands coming 70. over three days. Joe, Good you're Lord. you're kidding me in Napa. Good Lord. Oh, this festival. It's gotta. I mean, it's gotta have a big name. What's this festival? Bottle Rock. Yes, the Bottle Rock Festival for the third year is coming to Napa. And if you haven't got your tickets yet, BottleRockNapaValley.com. Um, they're going fast. And before you know it, uh, it's going to be the end of May. And you won't be able to get your tickets if it's sold out. You don't want to be that guy uh, who's not there, right? Wouldn't it be hilarious if we didn't get tickets? <laughs> I'm just waiting. <laughs> just waiting for the email that's like, no. I got I got a backup plan, but what's your backup plan? The backup plan is sneak in. Is Moon Alice uh, has said that they'll help if uh, they'll help talk to the um, promoters if uh, I don't get passes. I I want to follow up, but I don't want to be naggy about you should it. Probably follow up, but we're they, like a month out. They said they'll be in touch, and so I'm waiting for them to be in touch. I'm checking my email all the time <laughs> for them to help be in me touch. out, Stephen Jones. And so. Um, even if we're not there, you should be there. We're 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 gonna plan on being there. And right now, we have interviews with nine awesome bands that are gonna be playing at um, Bottle Rock, and we want to share that with you, right? Share it. So, uh, so the band that we're going to listen to today is one that you've been wanting to listen to, um, and um, that you like because they share a common name with me. Do you do you know what band I'm talking the Bad about? Bad Joneses. The Bad Jones, and so we're gonna listen to a song here uh, from the Bad Jones, and we'll we'll talk about it afterwards. How okay. Sound? This is Eye to Eye.
That was the Bad Jones. That blew my nips off. It did. I, I saw them roll out into the street, and I was like, well, Joe, you, might, like that. you they, might need those. They exploded. Oh, all over the car. That's right. Some got in your eye. Oh, messy. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't need that. Sure. I was. You should keep those to yourself. Right. <laughs> I couldn't. It blew them off. Kaboom. Kaboom. Made gunshot noises. I thought you thought that it was just from the park next to us, but it wasn't. And all I can envision is that scene in Austin Powers with the fembots. With the machine gun jubblies. They're made for walking. Oh uh, yeah, I remember it. Machine gun jubblies. <laughs> yes. So stupid. <laughs> so classic. Uh, when are they going to make an Austin Powers four? God, I hope never. <laughs> The ending to three was. What so are they going to call it? Austin Powers four. We need more money. The, back to the well. Yes. <laughs> we are bankrupt of of original ideas in Hollywood. We must. Did, did you see? And we'll get back to the bad, bad Jones because we want to talk about them. But while we're just following this trail, did you see um, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey reprise uh, their um, characters, Wayne's World, on Saturday Night Live like a month or two ago? No, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Hmm. I lo- I loved Wayne's World. It was one of my first favorite movies. I didn't get half the jokes because I was in like fourth yeah. grade. Were you I was Wayne for Halloween. Were you? I was. My friend was Garth. My friend Grant was Garth. I may Al have Garth. known that. That's that's funny. That's awesome. I'm sure yeah. I've mentioned it before. It's one of my yeah. proudest moments. Right? Yeah. It was all downhill from there. Yeah. No. Um, it's it's kind of big because there was a lot of talk about feud between the two of them for a while, and. So to kind of see them back together is, you know, things are right in the world when Mike Myers and Dana Carvey are, you know, reprising characters. They don't have anything else going on. <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, hate on them because like they they hustled hard in the '90s and early 2000s, but like Dana Carvey fell off the face he's, of the earth. He's still doing stand up. Mike Myers directed a movie this past year and actually brought it to Uptown in Napa. Um, was it good? I didn't see it. What was it called? Um, it's some. Oh, German name or something? <laughs> You're so informed. Super mulch or something? Super mulch? Yeah. Okay, super mensch? Yes, there you uh, go. That means Superman okay. in German. Okay, well, I was really close. Okay. I told you, and I, I got the language. Yeah, okay. How'd I do? Uh, Give know. me some credit for pulling this out of my Sup- uh, asshole. Super mulch. <laughs> I like super mulch best. Uh-huh. And uh, and so he brought that to Napa, and uh, I guess well there. now if it was truly German, it would have been Ubermensch, right? I don't know. I, I'm not going that far. Supermensch, the legend of Shep Gordon. Yes, and Shep Gordon was there, I believe. As <laughs> it's well. an art film and biography. It, what? And he did a Q and A before. Yeah, it was Shep Gordon. Yep. Alice Cooper, Sylvester Stallone, Michael Douglas, Tom Arnold, Willie Nelson. Wow, this sounds fascinating. Yeah, it would have been cool to see. I, was, I had to work though. Um, and Kevin Costner had a movie uh, uh, right after it. It was at the film festival last year. So Kevin Costner had a movie? Yeah, he was there. I didn't know Kevin Costner still acting. Um, wait, wait I, he was in something recently. Oh, he's in the Superman movie. Oh. Yeah, he played uh, Clark Kent's father. Nice. Um, and so back to the Bad Jones. Holy uh, snap, Mario Batali was in that movie? I gotta see this movie. Gotta see it now. Superman. Good, good on you, Stephen Jones, for bringing it out, man. How about that, right? So, James Garner's in this movie. I know it's, it did sound interesting, and so, um, but there's no way. I mean, I was slammed at work. There's no way I could get out for it. It was a two p.m. showing. Um, you know what? I take it back. Mike Myers was in Inglorious Bastards for a very brief cameo, and that was lovely. He he does a lot of art, also. 
Um, yeah. He's doing a lot of art right now and he's some doing stuff. Art, artsy stuff. Yeah, you know, I don't know. He's he's Mike Myers. He makes himself laugh, I'm sure. So. He's, yeah, I laugh all the way to the bank. Right. He's he's his not hurt, is, he's not hurting. Brain. You, I mean, Shrek. Are you kidding? He's set for life on Shrek. So is Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It doesn't make it right. So they don't have to do anything else. They can do whatever they want for the rest of time. What would you do if you could do whatever you wanted for the rest of your time? I would do Concert Pipeline. All the time? I don't know. I mean, it's it's fun. What else would I do? I'd travel more. I, I don't travel. Uh, and I've never really traveled because I don't have money to travel. And Not yet. You will eventually. Uh, not anytime soon, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but someday. Maybe you can plan for now. Yeah. So sometimes later. I want to take my kids on a plane at some point, and my daughter's never been on a plane, and she's almost five years old. Yeah, I didn't go on a plane until so. I was like eight. Yeah. When did you for go on your first plane ride? Uh, when I was one and moved out here, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> what California. about your first plane ride? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. Probably back to Washington D.C. or something. Back to you East lived Coast. in Washington. Um, family's from Washington, and so. Um, your mom's side or your dad's? My mom's side, uh, my dad, and my, my dad's side from Florida. So you know, I moved, I flew out to those places a couple of times. You've been to Florida? Yeah. What was that like? Um, hot. I mean, humid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was fine. I was young, and then we went from Florida to the Bahamas. Um, um, rented a houseboat and went out in the middle of nowhere, and that was cool. <laughs> so, it in ninth like grade, you had a thrilling trip. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Did you go to Superworld or now I just got Superman stuck in my head? Disney World. Yeah. Um, kind of like Super. I don't World. know if I've been to Disney World or not. I don't. I don't think I've been to Disneyland. You know, a handful of times, obviously. But you didn't go when you went. You would have remembered. You uh, would have pro- been like Epcot Center. Probably not. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. So um, probably not. Interesting. So tell us what your thoughts of the Bad Jones were, Joe. They were great. When I said they blew my nips off, they totally did. They did. Yeah, I'm excited to see these guys. They were great. It was just, it was a, it was a, that was a rock and roll band. It was, and they're from the Bay Area. They were formerly known as Soul Pie, and that's um, an interesting name. And since then, they kind of, according to their website, they re- reemerged with a new attitude and sound in efforts to focus their strengths as songwriters, and more importantly, to shed a fresh and reverent light on what they see as the currently dormant state of rock and roll. Reverent or relevant? Uh, they said reverent. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so they're from here in the Bay Area, and um, they're going to be playing Bottle Rock. You're pointing something out to me. What yeah, are we? Yeah, look. You see up by the top of that tree up there? Oh, my gosh. Get down lower and look up. You see I, the hummingbird? Oh, God, Joe. I don't know. Do you I'm see sorry. it? It's no. up there. I don't see it. I'm sorry, man. Look, there's the fence, po- the oh, lamppost here. We've reached a new Follow low. Follow it over. No, man. We're in the city. we got to point things out. Okay. There's a hummingbird in the middle of this chaos, and it's so cool. That's amazing. Up at the top of that tree. I'm watching. It's just circling. It's just, it's just going in circles. Like oh, It's just fu- it's hovering, really. Joe is very easily distracted. I'm just entertained, I guess. <laughs> yes. There it is. You don't see there, it? There it is. I just, uh, you know, it's just going in circles. Oh, I see it there. Yeah, yes. there you go. Right, right top it's awesome. awesome. Well, it's, it's freaking incredible. Hummingbirds are awesome. They are. They're the spirit of our lives. I don't know what that means. The <laughs> <laughs> spirit of our lives. I'll take that. That's my spirit animal, the hummingbird. <laughs> Flap those wings, Joe. Yeah, my heart beats a trillion times a minute. It does. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. And so... Um, bad Joneses, man. One Bad Jones. Well, you're a Bad Jones. Me and the Bad Jones make the Bad Joneses. That's right. And that's what I'm going to say when we interview them at Bottle Rock in a couple months. 
Yes, if we can. Not even six weeks. If they let us in the door, right? So. If they let us in, we'll just have yeah. to. I guess we'll have to go on a hunger strike until they give us tickets. I know, right? Um, yeah, it's not that far away. So, um, again, bottlerocknapavalley.com for your tickets. Um, and lots of other bands that we plan on interviewing and bringing to the podcast. So, yeah. It should be a load of fun in your face. What? <laughs> Very inappropriate nomenclature there, Steve Jones. <laughs> Just because you're facing our awesome podcast. Okay. I gotta move forward and Yep. Dig yourself out of that <laughs> hole. And um speaking of digging out of holes, um we're gonna dig our way into a hole uh, on the next podcast. Yeah, what's going on? Um we have Matt Pond PA on the podcast and Oh yeah. Yeah, and so I'm uh, going to be interviewing him at The Independent in San Francisco. Um, you've been to The Independent before? I don't think we've no. done an interview there. No, no, so. I've never been. Um, so I don't I don't know if you're going to be able to do the interview, but um, do you work Sunday? We can fast this out right now. When do this you Sunday? Sunday? Yeah, when I, you're Sunday. I open every single day yeah. from now until forever. How about that? Okay, maybe yeah. you might be able to do this. Lucky me. Then. Look at that. Um, and so, um, so we have Matt Pond-PA on the... Uh, podcast and he's um, going to be touring be um, kind of supporting his album that he brought out 10 years ago the 10th anniversary uh, of his album several arrows later um, and um, and so we'll probably be doing a lot of songs from that that as well as I wonder if I go back and listen to that if you can hear the weird pause I wonder probably not no smooth as a baby's bottom <laughs> You are the best editor. How I roll. Um, and so that's coming up next time. And then past that, we probably are getting pretty close to Bottle Rockville. So Yay! Um, so cool. Good times. That's our podcast for today. We want to thank... Sylvanesso. What, you looking at me like I should have said it, like I should have known you were going to supposed pause. to pick up the cues, but you're in your phone, like, tweeting your ass off. I'm not tweeting. <laughs> I know. Just reading. Yeah. Um... So we want to thank Sylvanesso for being on the program. What an amazing interview. Thank you guys so much. We uh, hope to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Not a lot of work on my part for once. And uh, For once. <laughs> you hustled your ass getting us out here. You had to hustle me to get me out here. I did. Made it. No, actually, I wanted to be here. I wanted to be had, here because I told you I would be. You just had to remember what day it was. <laughs> I forget. You know, I've had a lot of crap going on lately. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I put it on the calendar, but you don't look at your calendar, so... I only my eyes scan for work-related events. Only. I live by my calendar, so it's a little different. That's true. You do. Yeah, yours is layered. There's like fifty different colored boxes in your phone. There are different colored boxes. Sometimes stuff at the same time, and uh, that's fun. It's I've, wild. I've been in two meetings at once before. <laughs> one on this computer and one on the other. Neither uh, of them the was, wiser. A couple weeks ago, I just I, I had to be at both. Why? How does that work? Oh man! Oh, it's you uh, can't you can't listen to two I, different. I know it wasn't it, it wasn't the it. most productive, but I'm gonna go with I, zero productive. You should have gone to productivity. You should have gone to one. Honestly, it, each was probably twenty five percent productive. Where uh, where? But at least I was present. Why both. Why does that count? Yeah, let me tell you this. I'll tell you this, Stephen. If I called a meeting and one of the people working for me gave me 25% of their attention at the meeting, I would be fucking I, I, pissed. I don't make that a habit. 
but it's just one where I... This is going on iTunes, man, that the yeah. Apple Cloud is going to have this information. They're going <laughs> to they, know. But they don't know where I work, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. right. Like so, they don't have you tagged and bagged. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, all right. Well, the implication is that you'd be dead if you, if you were tagged and bagged. Or bagged and ba- bagged and tagged? Yeah. No, tagged and bagged. They throw one on your toe, on your big toe, mm-hmm. and then they put you in a bag. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, no. What the hell are you waiting for? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> We're petering out here, folks. We should end it now. We should. And follow us on Twitter at Concert Pipeline. And on Facebook at Concert Pipeline Pod. Is that a, was that a cue? That was a cue. And and you I picked, picked it up, up quicker. That was, that was good. You're, I'm paying attention. Well, it's because I'm not on my phone right now. It's true. See? Look at me go. So not twitting your ass off. Um, <laughs> for Concert Pipeline. I blew snot out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> for Concert Pipeline, that's Stephen Jones. And that's Joe Wilson. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs>